Not all those who wander are lost. J.R. Tolkien. Welcome to Aegis Travel Adventures. We are Ken and Giselle. We have been to over 100 countries and are still looking to see what is around the next corner. We love wine, travel, and adventure. Listen to our podcast where we share the fun of the magical places, people, and cultures that have touched our lives. Is Aegis? Travel. Adventure. Welcome to Aegis Travel Adventures Podcast 03-15-23. This is Kenna and Giselle. We are broadcasting today from the ocean. Uh, we are in the middle of... Atlantic Ocean. Thank you, the Atlantic Ocean. Off and the Brazilian coast. And we are making our way to Rio de Janeiro. So we have been on the Viking ship for four days... And we thought we'd give you guys give you give you a little bit of what's going on and what we've done. Uh, we're on the Viking ship, the Jupiter, which is one of the nicest ships I think that we've ever been on. Uh, the room is lovely. We have a balcony, and we can see a lot of ocean. <laughs> and, and actually, the ship is, has nothing but balconies. There's no inside rooms or no ocean views. Uh, all the rooms uh, have a balcony or an upgraded balcony, and. The capacity, guest capacity, is 930 guests. So, it's um, it's in a small ship class. Um, we don't feel like we're bumping into people when we go places. Uh, I'd say the only issue we've had there's one really good restaurant here. It's an Italian restaurant, Men Freddy's, or I think it's called. And uh, we've been trying to get in, and we do have Manfred, a, Men Freddy's. Men Freddy's, yeah. And we have a reservation. Uh, coming up, but we wanted to do it before then, and we, we haven't been able to, to to get in. But last night we ate at the chef's table, and uh, it was excellent. And so uh, we'll, we'll get in sooner or later. But what we wanted to do with this uh, podcast is update you from the last one we did when we had finished the Aguazu Falls uh, recording or podcast and what has occurred since then. So in the, in the morning after we did that podcast, uh, we got up early, uh, had a driver come pick us up on the Brazilian side at the Doubletree Hotel, and we left for the Argentine airport that we came in, this code is IGR, um, so this would be a uh, national flight, not international. And we left about 7 in the morning. We had a 10.30 flight, but we had to go through exiting Brazil and immigration into Argentina. Which, again, if you have a guide, makes it really easy. They just kind of hold your hand, and you, they go up, and they clear the way, and they stamp your passport, and you're done. So, so it was quicker than we thought it would be. We got to the airport and uh, got through security and everything uh, pretty quick. So went went fine. Got on the airplane, had a... Uh, Aerolineas Argentina is the same airline we flew to Aguazu Falls from Buenos Aires. Um, 737 MAX 8, a, a nice plane, relatively new. Uh, flight went smooth, hour and 45 minutes, and we landed in Buenos Aires. And uh, the driver that had originally taken us to the hotel when we had landed from Miami, um, we had contacted. He arranged one of his uh, fellow drivers to pick us up. and. We took about a 45 minute drive from the airport to the port. And uh, it was $40. Um, I would say that's reasonable. Um, so we went right to the port and got on 
the Viking Jupiter and uh, the traffic and everything was was fine um, the Viking would do us uh, give us uh, transportation. transportation from the airport to the ship for $50 a person it was on a bus so um, other than the fact that you come out and uh, it says Viking and they pick up your luggage there and take you to the bus our driver actually was out of his car and had a sign with Giselle's name on it and walked us to the car. So we got the, the same treatment for a lot less money. So it's just, you know, when you think about how you want to spend your money on these trips, um, it's pretty easy sometimes, no fuss, no muss, to just, uh, you know, let your travel agent or the, the company that's doing your cruise or your tour handle all the uh, accommodations and transportation and they'll gladly do it for a fee and usually the no fuss no muss um, method costs you more dollars well one thing that if you do book your flights through Viking and they are direct to the to the itinerary that you're going they will pick you up for free so even though we had booked our flights through Viking because we had been to a bunch of other places and we had deviated from their quote original plan they were not they were not going to pick us up for free. So, so to answer, to go back to what Ken was saying, if you do book it through the agency with them and you're, again, what I just said, you're going through, then you're not going to incur a cost. So we get on the ship and no easy, obviously. For Ken and I, first thing we did, we went and bought the drink package. Uh, so that was, a <laughs> that was we got, got that taken care of. And um, a, a, a point on that, with Viking... You get uh, free wine or beer at lunch and dinner without the beverage package. And coffees. And, yeah, and, and waters and stuff like that. It's all, it's all, you know, waters in your room all the time. They're all free. Uh, with the beverage package, you get upgraded wine, and then you can get beverages any time of the day. It's $25 a day per person. You know, uh, on some of the other cruise ships, um, I... I've seen recently they keep raising the price and some of these packages are over $100 per person per day. So, you, you know, when you decide which cruise line you want to do and which cruise, if you're interested in beverage packages, that's something to keep in mind. So we got on board, as Ken said, once we got here. Um, and then the first night we could have stayed, gone out to Buenos Aires, but we had been there before, so we chose not to. So we just stayed on the ship and enjoyed looking around and meeting the bartenders at the bars and meeting some of our fellow passengers. And then the next day we went on the their, their included tour, which was, you know, kind of okay. It was a drive around, a drive by or drive around of, of Buenos Aires with a few stops. It wasn't bad. Again, had you if you've been here before, you you might have been like us thinking, eh, if you've not been here before and you don't want to to deal with anything, so then it's 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 fine. But um, I, I certainly wouldn't say that I would rush to do the Buenos included Buenos Aires tour um, if you've never been here before. I think I would take the time either use one of their tours to take you out to see more of Buenos Aires or I would book a private guide because it was you, you really saw such a small percentage of Buenos Aires. You did see Avita Peron's grave, you did see um, some of the downtown area, some of the statues, but that was really about it. So then we came back and then we went the next day we went to Montevideo, Uruguay 
it was uh, right across the Rio Plato River, which looks more like a bay on the map. Um, they call it river. It's probably just uh, where the you know the river widens as it enters the ocean. And so in the morning we got up and we did a, another tour uh, of Montevideo by coach that was included. And uh, it was interesting. Uh, we had been there before and we, <laughs> no surprise, did a hired a private guide and we went out into one of the vineyards here because Uruguay has some extremely nice uh, vineyards and, and wines and we spent most of the day uh, doing that. We came back, we just briefly saw some of the city. There's some, uh, there's the ocean on one side of Montevideo and there's uh, the River Plato on the other, Rio Plato. Which is huge. And it's very wide, again, it's like a bay to us. And um, lots of hotels, uh, particularly on the riverside, kind of where the, it meets the ocean. Um, very touristy, nice beaches, um, you know, walkways uh, along the ocean and lots of restaurants and, you know, they were talking about expats living here. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty safe city uh, compared to other big cities and, and a lot of people do come to Uruguay as expats and like living here because of the safety atmosphere and the exchange rate. And it's one of the few countries in Latin America that cannabis is legal, just FYI. You do have to get a card, and then once you have to pay for the card, then you can go to a store and get some. But um, just letting you know. <laughs> so we did the tour, and you know, again, it's, I wouldn't call it the cultural capital of South America by any means. Um, and probably the nicer place in Uruguay uh, is Punta del Este. We did not go there, but we had been there before. And uh, the beach is a little bit nicer, and I think it's a little fancier, a little more expensive. So, um, but Uruguay certainly, I would say, is, is pretty high up there on safe countries to visit or to live. And we got back on the ship, and uh, it was supposed to rain that afternoon. We had talked about going out and walking up one of the streets we had done before, but the clouds gathered, so we just stayed on the ship. Rain rained quite hard for quite a long time, and it's been a real dry season and hot down here, so it was extremely welcomed by the locals. So at four o'clock, it was all, all aboard on the ship, and the ship, ship left uh, five right on time, and we uh, started heading towards our next stop, Rio de Janeiro. We have two sea days before we arrive. And one thing that biking does, I think that they do very well, is they have guest lecturers. And some of them, like anything else, some of them are really good and some of them are not so good. But the one gentleman um, that we're going to explore with a little bit later is a neurosurgeon um, out of Connecticut. And he had was a Ar uh, Argentinian, uh, he had been there, he was where he was born there originally. So he's got a little bit of a lilt in his accent. But what's, what I found, or what we found really fascinating, is that he has discovered some really interesting things about what happened to Evita Perón. And we'll go into a little bit of that on our next podcast about who Evita Perón was and why she is so important still to this day to um, Argentina 
and why there's a big love-hate relationship about her. But he had come up with some medical theories about um, what had happened when she became ill and what her husband had done to her. So that was probably the most interesting one. And some of the uh, some of the other ones are not so much. We took an art class yesterday, which um, we promptly <laughs> realized that we, you know, we don't have to worry about quitting our day jobs and becoming watercolor people because um, we weren't. <laughs> So we've enjoyed today just chilling and, and hanging out and we are uh, going to, uh, again, tonight go to dinner and just chill out and they've had a few shows. We did see a tango show last night, which was lovely. Those people are amazing on, you know, their, their skill sets and I don't think the woman had an ounce of body fat on her, so I obviously hated her. Uh, but we had a good, we enjoyed the show and then we we're just hanging out and um, we look forward to chatting with you guys later and we will put some of the links of Viking, etc., in our show notes, so you'll be able to understand the ship exactly that we're going on. And then tomorrow, when we get back from our our experiences with Buenos Aires, I'm sorry, Rio de Janeiro, we will fill you in and let you know all what we did, and hopefully we wouldn't get mugged. <laughs> Alrighty, take care, and talk to you at next podcast. Travel tip one. Ken and I decided that um, at the end of our podcast, we were going to start adding uh, just little tips and tricks that we've learned or things that we think that might be worth you uh, looking at or just exploring um, when you're when you're planning trips, things that we have found to make our trips easier, etc. Uh, and my tip of the day is before you leave to go on your next trip, especially if it's out of the country, is take a moment and look at your... Um, the server that, that your phone goes through. If you're like us, you use your phones for literally everything from photos to making lovely podcasts, etc. So we discovered several years ago um, T-Mobile. And this is going to sound like we're an ad for T-Mobile. We don't get paid. Um, but we have found, uh, and make it very long story short, by switching to T-Mobile, we were able to accomplish several things. One, our bill went down huge. Um, with especially if you have a senior rate, that's the, that's the one of the benefits. The other thing is the availability of T-Mobile around the world. We have been able to use it pretty much in every country. The only two countries that we had difficulty in were Tonga, and um, and last year uh, this year in Nibia. So that those were the only two times that we found that it hasn't been helpful. Uh, the senior plan is very reasonable, but again, more importantly for us for travel, it gives you the opportunity for freedom. You don't um, when you're as long as you're not at sea, uh, it's there's no cost to use it. Depends on the country that you're at. But um, so my suggestion would be you to to someone would be to look at. T-Mobile or any other carrier and to see if there might be a better fit for you when you travel. And now here's Ken's tip. Oh, just one more piece of that uh, for people that are uh, first-time cruisers. When you get on a ship and it leaves port, uh, don't forget to put your phone on airplane mode because once it kicks into cellular at sea or whatever service you get, it can add up to megabucks real quick. Um, the other tip uh, that I'd like to throw out is um, when you're on a cruise and you're looking to do excursions off the ship, um, look at what the ship offers, that's fine in the price, but go to tours by locals and look at what they have. Not, they're not everywhere and, um, and they don't always offer everything you want to do. But sometimes uh, 
they do offer everything the ship has and more and, and even sometimes you can customize your trip based on what you want to do. Essentially you're, you're hiring a tour guide with a vehicle and they'll take you where you want to go. Um, the other thing is if, if you want a private tour with just two of you, um, it'll probably cost you more than the ship, maybe not a lot more, but you're not going to be on a bus with 35 or 40 people. Um, and then your stops are, you know, what you want to do. You know, lunch can be short, lunch can be long, uh, etc. Um, but often you have the ability to uh, put four or six people in a vehicle and you can advertise on Cruise Critic um, for people that are on your ship that would want to join you on a, on a private tour through Tours by Local. There's also shoreexcursions.com. Again, we'll put these um, these links in the notes for our show so you can look at them. And again, as usually, everybody, you got to look at and see what makes sense for you, what makes sense for you, may not make sense for us, etc. So, but these are just some ideas that might can make your traveling a little bit easier and hopefully a little bit more enjoyable. So again, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Travel. Hey, Adventures. Let's <laughs>